steadily need to stay in the same region. So I felt it was both because you're one, but I just want uh, to see it's Ian. I saw you in the dream. Where is that other lady that I saw in the dream the first night? The, is it? Right. Kunji. Kunji. Where's Kunji? Yes. Okay. It, it's you and it's Ian. Yeah. And then it was um, this lady from Cape Town. Oh, um, yes, my. Yes. Oh, okay. And then we're just waiting for the, that lady. And then um, it was seven. So it's to see her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You have something different. Just one, one moment, please. Okay. Uh, it just goes like. So there's seven of you. The seven and the three make ten. The name of God. So where the Father is in the house, we have we know what He's saying and what He's doing. So because you can see right here what has happened. What has happened? Can you see here? Just practically, what, what, what's different here? Yeah, the talit is not, my talit is not here. Guess, guess what's happening? Take a guess what's happening. So I came with a mountain, and you might not know this, I packed up my mountain without you guys knowing it. Because her mountain, Came. Did you feel the swirl that happened during worship? Yeah. So last night the offering came and they opened it up. And now this morning out of the mountain of God came the real mountain of Nebrit. And it landed. And that swirl that you felt, that, that electric energy in the room, that was Sharon's mountain now sitting in this place. The bait then, it's not just the bench of three anymore. The baby, then those who make decisions and can co counsel together. So, when, whenever you, hey, Sharon, I was thinking about this without you knowing it, you're already doing it. Let me just say, we're just recognizing what Yahweh is already doing. But when we notice it and we take notice and we anoint you with oil, stuff happens because you're being, um, they say, the laying on of hands. So I believe the laying on of hands is a little bit different than just for sickness, where the elders lay their hands on people and they heal them. So the 70 elders engaged you this morning, the, the, the <laughs> 70 elders. And, uh, yeah. wow. and they, they came around you this morning. Oh, thank so, you. And they, the elders, it's time to step into that position where you lead worship, you lead the worship. Yeah, they were doing their thing around you, but who was leading the worship here? Jesse was leading it. Sharon was leading it. The crowns, what did they do? They sit on the seat. Sharon last night was sitting. Did you notice that? Yes. They sit on the thrones in heaven. So what, what we're doing here, it might look foolish to the natural man, but it's actually the wisdom of God because we're emulating a throne that's about to land. There's an altar. This is, this is a representation of a mountain. The first night we prayed about an altar and the stuff that happened there. 
but this is a representation of a mountain. So this is her prayer life. So we're gonna we're gonna leverage into her mountain, but we're gonna allow the hand of God to come down and do things. There wasn't a chance she was saying it. When I'm standing here, I'm speaking to the whole of his last his I'm speaking to the whole of East London. Amen. The the voice that that thing is amplifying it into the ether, into the air. People are hearing me that isn't even here. So some said it thundered, others heard the voice. Everything is about to change. Amen. Everything. Can't agree with me. Yes. It's um, uh, that lady with the green. Kunji. Kunji and the lady with yours. Did she also have green on? Is it brown? Yes, yes, yes. That, khaki. Yes, the khaki. Yes. Would you come up here? Come up here. Um, Ashira and her husband come up here. Then Ian and her wife, his wife, sorry, I said they have one, but anyway. <laughs> um, the lady from Cape Town, um, the gentleman from Cape Town, and his wife, yeah. And then I just want to count. I'm, I'm here, but I'm not here. One, two, three, four, five, six. This one, what is this? <laughs> I'm looking for somebody, and it's kind of like they're hiding. <laughs> come, come. The net, the net. <laughs> so, I want you to stand here where where she is, there, on this side. So I acknowledge you as one of the bench. I acknowledge you as one of the bench. I acknowledge you, Shannon, as the head of the bench. So you just uh, when when I put my hand on you, it's just to put you in place, not on the earth. In a spiritual place. So the provision of Yahweh comes into a place. So don't be worried. We're walking a road together. <laughs> so, so Yahweh, we thank you. We want to come and just see and sanctify for the works of service. So this is where it becomes really interesting. Say with me, Yahweh, I want to be part 
Not to be with what you're doing, with what you're doing. If, it's here, if it's here or in the, the kingdom, or in the kingdom use, me. use me according to your will according to your will not by the will of man not by the will of man but by Yahweh but by Yahweh and Yahweh's will alone and Yahweh's will alone and just take a step forward step into that place by faith stand in that place Stand in that place of government that he has prepared for you. You're stepping into that time, that season. You're leaving the past season behind. You're leaving former things behind. But behold, I make all things new. 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 This is your new reference and moment in time where Yahweh is placing leadership, governance in a heavenly place on the earth. They were asking Jesus, where does this authority and wisdom come from? Where does it come from? And they, they were wanting to know, but they didn't want to know because when he announced he was the son of God, they knew they had to submit to him. His authority, his dominion, his counsel, his mind, his wisdom, his understanding, his fear, his lordship, his kingship, his priesthood. Take your hands and just put one hand behind your head. Yahweh, I thank you right now that you open the pathways of wisdom, that through the fear of the Lord we've come to drink of the wine of wisdom, that they would have a supernatural wisdom that comes from Yahweh, 
that the wisdom that is from above is first peace, love, and kind, and gentle. Let that gentleness come into you, let that governance come into you, that, that he has separated you from birth for this service in the kingdom, that he will use you, even if you're here or you're not here, you're going to be used of your own. No more idea. This is the revealing of sons. Come out, come out from wherever you are. Breathe in through the nose, out through the There we go. So, we have some more business to do. <laughs> thank you, thank you everyone. You can be seated. The, the second thing that I had last night that came to visit me was the spirit of intercession. I don't know about you, but I really love that. Because it is his intercession, it is his burden. It's not my burden, it's not your burden. You don't, you're not burdened to be burdened. It's his burden, he shares his burden with you. And then when you're finished sharing his burden, you give his burden back, you're not becoming reckless or emotionally drained or stuck on the floor, not, not able to work and that type of stuff. So, um, so Dior, Yahweh is calling you to walk these pathways that Enoch walked. You are the forerunner that opens the highways and the byways that, that uh, Sharon and them, you're pioneering it. You're going through ahead of them. You're the arrow being shot ahead of them. You're the arrow that Yahweh took and he dipped it in his flame of his presence and he shot you out ahead. So your purpose is to go ahead. You're, you're the son that break, breaks through. You're the son that breaks open. You're the son that sees and reports back what you see in here, and you walk those pathways. So you've been misunderstood. It's just because you, you know the language of God. You know the language of God. And one of the things that is going to be a fruit after this weekend in all of everybody's life sitting here is that the yesterday he broke open that that thing on the floor he was the one that opened the realm for us wow. he went ahead and then every one of you had this experience on that mat so yahweh chooses his forerunners so it's just i'm not saying that i'm binding you to something i'm saying that there's a purpose that you have wherever you are that you will be always be his forerunner his pioneer the one who roars first, the one who goes ahead, the one who shouts first, the one who, who is playing with the lightnings before the lightnings. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a purpose. Yahweh has a plan for you and a purpose. And um, uh, this is a scripture that I gave our bishop yesterday. There's a scripture in Philippians which says, help these women as they are laboring for the gospel. They, they need to know what's going on in the up here because there's eyes there that they still need to develop. And as you share what you see, you're opening their eyes to see. And as you speak, you're allowing them to speak of things that they have never spoken before. What eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, you're revealing it. But you're opening pathways in their minds and their hearts. So, Dion, we just want to honor you. And just 
wait for Stanley. Wait, wait. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Let those rivers start flowing again. Let him find his joy. Let him find his joy. Let, let this misunderstanding like a cloak just fall off of him. Let him come into his own right mind, not looking to his past anymore. Let him experience your hug from heaven. Let, let, let there be a sweet fragrance about you, Dion, that the people will be drawn to you. That, they will, that you would love on them, but also tell them what's going on in their lives. That they can be shocked to know that there's a God who knows them. You, you carry the name of God, which is El Roy. The God who knows, who sees. Who knows you by name. You're gonna you're gonna speak people to people and they're gonna feel like you know they how do you know me? Yeah. It's because you're revealing the father in that way. When you said to them about the trans sky. Dion, do you remember the dreams you had about the trans sky? I was going through with the trucks. Yes, no, he opened it. And we were just taking what Yahweh was doing. He's had powerful dreams. And we were like, I think we were, yeah, it's lots of powerful. Did you write down all your dreams? Because I lost my laptop. Because lots of times he sent us a word and said, Whatever, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah. There's lots of times he's done that for us. Mm. So, yes, for Rana Dion, don't forget. Yeah. Don't ever forget. Are you a bishop? What was your Yeah, but he said bishop. Yes, he did. He did say bishop. Yeah. Dead. And every time, I would say, Oh, yeah, you better put my safety belt on this cops. You said bishop, and I've had that word about you in my heart. Sure, I just want to say, sure. there's three things, sure, but you're going to be a bishop. Um, sent by Yahweh. Okay, Amen. there's three things Amen. for a bishop to teach, to sanctify, and to govern. I want you to remember that. So, in the spirit realm, the angels say bishop because your role is going to be to teach, to sanctify, and to govern. Okay. So it's quite okay if we call him Bishop. <laughs> Bishop Charles. But we know he's not of the title. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I just want to say, Richard, you know, give honor where honor is due. Um, I mean, I'm just. Thank you. You know, he didn't come here expecting to be called a prophet, but I want you to realize he's, he's in the office of a prophet. Of course, he's in the office of a prophet, okay? Everyone can prophesy, but he's in the office of a prophet. 
So that's very, very different. He brings direction, correction, but the correction is, you know, the prophets have thrown away the name of the prophets, really. The, the way a prophet brings correction is he brings the truth. Yes. Hello? Yes. Yes. He brings the truth. And the Bible says he receives a prophet in the name of the prophet will receive a prophet's reward. Yeah. So I'm receiving you as a prophet. He's such a good friend. He's such a good friend to me. But I know the difference. I want you to know I know the difference. <laughs> There's been times I've been really cross with him. <laughs> um, Okay, but then the thing is, because the times I was cross with him, the thing is, deep inside of me, there was a, I, 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 I acknowledge that he's, he was right. <laughs> okay, so there was one thing that I was struggling with, and um, so I just want to tell you, there was one thing, one word I was struggling with that I was torn between someone else and, you know, and then it was the word you preached yesterday. Sure. That I didn't need, I didn't need to talk to him. He didn't need to talk to me. Um, because the reason why is I wasn't open to what he was saying about this specific Person. thing. So Yahweh did it through the truth and that's a true prophet. Amen. The power of a true prophet, the, the truth, it, it went, ah, <laughs> we can bypass everything, every method, every whatever. Yes. In him, we are already in the head of the government. And we receive our instructions from the head and then we're the ambassadors. And that's all we do. We just hear from the head. And we go and we do what our eyes have behold. That's all. That's why we behold him. He said something about locking up. I, I prophetically yesterday, I, when I was leading, I said, look into his eyes. Lock in with Yeshua's eyes. You will see what the Father has already placed into him because he already said, but I, I, I saw. I only do what the Father told me to do. I only do what the Father tells me to do. So we can lock eyes into Yeshua and we will know what the Father is doing. We'll see what he's seeing. So the word says not to preach yourself. So I'm just going to give testimony if that's okay with you. Yes, so um so 12 years i was in the office of a prophet i got born again at the age of 16. my grandfather was a big prophet in south africa and i suspect i was a young boy five years old when i really got born again and a man by the name of kia taylor came and preached in a church and all the little kiddies were there and we gave our hearts to the lord jesus and we fell out in the spirit as he prayed for us to receive the holy spirit then the church wanted to teach us 
doctrines and stuff. And I just said, I'm out of here. Where, where's the good feeling? Where's the falling down? Where, where's Jesus now? You know, now it's this dry thing that they're giving you drunk for. So a couple of years, I was 16 years old. I was, um, yeah, I was in a very dark place. Every firstborn in our family, my father has three, uh, the three children. Every firstborn is a wild card. I'm the firstborn, I was a wild card. My nephew was drawn to drugs. My niece became a lesbian. I was drawn to the court. So one evening, my one friend said to me, he was known for his house parties at the beach. He said, come over for a house party, bring your stuff. We're going to have a party. Little did I know he got born again. <laughs> so I'm walking in there with my supply and my clothes, <laughs> not knowing that I'm going to get born again that evening. <laughs> so I got born again in a revival. I stepped into a fire that I didn't know I was going into. Got radically saved. Uh, I, I walked past the person and they shot back and a demon came out screaming for that person. That they four hours they were delivering that person from a demon where I just walked past them and they started manifesting. Wow. So uh, I would prophesy and they said, but we have not prayed for you for the infilling of the spirit nor baptized you yet. <laughs> they said, how did, the one lady was so freaked out. She said, how did you know my name? I'm like, I don't know what's happening after you guys prayed for me for salvation. I just know things. Where was this? I don't know what this is. But um, so as a child, my mom thought there was something wrong with me because I would go, hello, Uncle Stephen at the door. Or mommy, the phone is ringing. And the phone is not ringing. Five seconds later, the phone rings. Or Uncle Stephen walks through the door. Sure. So they went to a psychologist. The psychologist tested me, said, yo, I'm a clairvoyant. I was like, I'm a clear what? <laughs> you know, my, my mom's reaction was like that. So they accept me that I'm normal to them. So normal to us. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, the judge maybe finds me also as normal, but uh, yeah, the world seems to label you differently. So, um, there, like Jesus, there's a couple of years that was missing in action, and then I came back into the church, the same church where I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus. Finished school, came in back and started prophesying. I would prophesy what the guy would um, preach in the church the weekend coming for apostolic input. I would prophesy his whole message sure. without him telling me what he's going <laughs> to speak on. Sure. So then um, my dad, my, my family is very prophetic. They're very sharp-tongued, just like uh, very truth-orientated. Um, if you don't have uh, rhino hide, uh, you're going to be ripped to pieces. <laughs> but we do know how to uh, speak and speak correctly, but it does sometimes feel like a slap through the face. But then they come and they love you and they say, okay, everything's going to be fine. You know? It's like whack and then, oh, give me a <laughs> So my dad has a dream that I need to find a church in George. No, I didn't believe him. Then I got into a car accident. I drove off the whole car because I was not listening to what God was saying. And then, you know, sons of obedience, sons of disobedience. Yeah. One is ramifications, one is obedience and love orientated. Yeah. I did not listen to what God was saying through my dad. Wow. So, um, long story short, searching for the church, Jesus says to me three things, where you hear my word, where you see me, and where you feel me. So I was arrested at, and one day it will be so at your church. 
people will be walking up the steps and the Holy Spirit would be arresting them on the steps. They're not even in the church yet. I was arrested by the presence of God. I was like, wow, what's happening? Then the, the next moment I go in. Every other church I visited was preaching their own stuff that wasn't in the Bible. What the, their own soup kitchen that they had during the week and what the next American prophet is saying they were preaching. But there was no scripture. And this man who was a real 2 Corinthians, was it 15 or 12, 12, yeah. 2 Corinthians 12, 12 apostle. He started preaching the word, it was word upon word. And he didn't give his opinion. He would say, um, in the beginning was the word and the word was God. Did you know that God is the light? The word is light. And then he would read about the light. And it, it would stir in you as he would question, he would answer you with the word. And as he would ask a question, he would answer you with the word. And afterwards, it would feel like your brain had a massage. <laughs> <laughs> so I walked with this man for 12 years. He, he was like my second father. But he had the markings of an apostle, signs, wonders, miracles. And I went to nations with him, prophesied to Zambian kings, um, prophesied to people in government in Zambia, prophesied in, uh, here in South Africa to people. We did in Cape Town, it was like, wow, you know, uh, we did so many schools of the prophetic in Cape Town. So there's lots of synchronicities. So one, so it seems like every so often Yahweh comes and says, listen, and he says to me, do a 40-day fast, and I'm fasting. And this was in 20, December 2018, and I'm fasting. Every December I would fast, and I would see manifestations of the kingdom. Prophet Kovas also said, over Christmas time, for some reason, there's just gold dust in his church. He, he's not even praying for the glory to be released or anything, and it just happens. But he, Sharon also told me, but he fasted all the time. So, But I was sitting in the morning in a chair, and Lindy Ann Hopley was preaching in a church called Journey of Grace in Cape Town. And the next moment, she says, the Holy Spirit is in this place. And the next moment, you feel this wave coming off through the screen. And the, the presence of God knocks me off my chair. I fly through the air, on land on my back, I'm out. And I hear this voice in my chest say, come apart from them. Sure. And I, I got the fright of my life. I, I stood up, <laughs> went to Google, typed into Google, come apart from them, scripture. So the scripture in the New Corinthians says, <laughs> it said, come apart from him, be separate, touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you. Sure. Who was a father to me? That guy. Oh. I will receive you. I will be a father to you, to you, your sons and your daughters. I will be your God, and I will walk in the midst of you. Amen. So I need, I, I, you know that song? I need to go, I need to stay now. Do I need to go or do you need to stay now? <laughs> that old rock song. And I realized there's another moment in time to either obey or disobey. Oh. Stay in my comfort zone, not meet all these awesome people that I've met. And I chose yes. I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice 12 years of building a reputation. I'll sacrifice every ministry trip, every miracle seeing cancer falling off of uh, out of a woman's 
breast through her clothes onto the floor. Miracles like that. Stuff, I'm waving my hand. Stuff is disappearing off of her body. Stuff like that. I mean, crazy stuff. And I, I sat in my house for the entire 2019, a year ahead of 2020. When you all were in your houses, I was already every Sunday sitting in my house doing nothing. If it wasn't for Mother Lane for Mark, I would have, wouldn't have been here today. I, I really honor Johan and Mother Lane because they introduced me to Vernul. Vernul said to me to start a church or to start a ministry. So the prophet spoke to another prophet yes. and the other prophet healed him. Then Sharon came along, Letitia introduced me to Sharon and then one one day I was minding my own business and God said to me this is what she dreamt and I thought oopsie and I, I just said okay it's now another point in time either I'm gonna obey or I'm gonna disobey and remember now you're not trying to obey you already can obey you already have the ability to obey and I obey God and look where we are today so I sacrificed a fivefold ministry. There, there's a ministry on the earth called fivefold ministry: apostle, prophet, teacher, preacher, evangelist, miracle worker, and the rest of them. But that five is the hand of God on the earth. It's earthy. Then there's a hand in heaven: king, priest, um, judge, lord, and legislator. So, and this makes up sonship. So then when you operate out of a higher government, you can bring the hand of God in the heavens down and release it on the earth. And then you operate out of all the offices, not just one office. A son is seated far above. So you always said to me today, we bring into completion. We're going to do it full circle. So remember one dim dimension on? Yes. Remember forwards, backwards? Left, right, in, out, up, down. So four, or is it five? It's five, five. Have you looked at the fifth day of creation? Or the third day of creation? Okay. So what did God say on the seventh day? He saw it was good. And he rested. <laughs> Yo, can you feel that? <laughs> Yahweh is seeing you and he's saying, he sees you and he says, it is good. So there is, have you read in the Bible on the Lord's day or on the Lord in the last days? So if you add another plus one to seven, what is it called? The number? Which is a Hebrew letter. Okay. The, the Hebrew letter, I see Hebrew letter. So the seven is an I. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do a so that the eighth is completion. It's, it's complete. So the the interesting thing with us now is Yahweh wants to do a leverage. So what, what I want to do is there, there is such a thing that there is a trading floor. When Solomon took the, when Solomon took, uh, he had an altar and he placed the offering on the altar. 
what happened was gold started manifesting out of thin air. He was leveraging from another realm. He was bringing something from the unseen into the scene. We, we went up there. Now something is going to come down here. This is called the wing of God. Did you know that this is also called your crown? Yahweh said to me to buy this for, for, for um, Sarah, giving her her crown back. The word says, watch out lest any man take your crown. So I, I love it. It's the second time that the Holy Spirit uttered this through me was that um, do not touch God's anointing. It, it's actually got nothing to do with the person or the anointing. It's got to do with who they belong to. Exactly. God's, God's ownership. So, um, so from, from my, uh, this morning I spoke to my bench and my seven, and I, we said we're going to trade something precious into, um, into Sharon's, uh, so drunk <laughs> we're going to trade into Sharon's mountain we're going to establish something and this morning between three and four I was awake again I sat up in a chair and then I asked the angel yeah, does he have a message for me and he said no and then I went back to sleep and then I had a dream the first evening I was with a blonde little girl and she, she and I were picking up the gemstones. And it was so much fun. We were, we were playing. And I realized this is what God was doing. We were playing in the presence of God. But now the being of silver brings prosperity, creates wealth. And we're going to give into your ministry. When you have silver and gold on your body, you bring prosperity and provision to you. The principle in the word. So us from Lionsgate and my bench and the seven, we we want to sow this into a new breed and trade into the sound and the frequency of the being of silver, that they can be uh, silver and gold. The word says, silver and gold I do not have, but what I give. So such as I have, I give. But now. Why would you give a poor person a silver and gold? Why? Have you asked the question? What can they do with a bar of silver and gold? It's not even a trading currency back then. Frankincense and honey at our trading frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was like a piece of dirt. We don't have dirt for you. <laughs> but such as we do have. So silver and gold brings wealth and prosperity. So they were leveraging him out of his poverty. Sure. But they wow. say, we, we don't have leverage, but we have the one who is the hand that provides. Yes. And such as we have the provider, such, such as we give. We know the provider. We give our relationship that we have to touch you, that you can experience the great provider. So it's, it's got nothing to do with the amount or nothing. If you have a two rand or anything, it's to do with the intent of the heart. Okay. To see what God would do in the land of the living. I'm not, 
I'm, I'm not doing an offering or anything. This is something spiritual. But right after we, we come together and we uh, put it in the talit, I'm going to ask Chad and I'm going to ask Stephen to hold the two ends and pick it up. And then I'm going to put my talit on. And then we're going uh, to leverage together. We're going to enter in and we're going to leverage. And we're going to bring back the hand of God. And you're going to see this place is too small. It's already too small. Yeah. We need a bigger yeah. place. Yeah. It is. It is. So, yeah, come. I said to Sharon, I didn't come to get, I came to you. I played my own up till here. So it's not, I believe, I believe this is the first of many. It's not just the first of one and then the other. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 
You try to put all the Everybody, John 18. John 18. That was the one thing that impressed me so much. Quite passages, passages. <laughs> That's the mic I was talking about. <laughs> Just touch the tablet. So we, we uh, build the 
structure together. So you just come and you touch and just be mindful. Break. You can now we're gonna leverage. In other words, think of what you want Yahweh to see to do for you. And now for Sharon, be mindful of your career or uh, family life or business life or what you want to see. Where do you want to see? Something is coming. Mm. Everybody's saying revival. I'm saying be careful. You don't want revival. You want sons because otherwise you have lots of babies and you don't nobody to teach them the ways of God. You're coming into your maturity that you can show others this is the way to go. Mm. Revival is nice, but it, like when I was a child, there was nobody to show me the, the way and many years were lost. Yeah. So if there was somebody that said, hey, leave the Bible, just walk with me. Just walk with me. Don't, don't need to learn stuff now the way the entire time. Just walk with me. And they slowly would have uh, spoon-fed me the word. It, I would have been in a different place. So, um, and that is where you guys fit in. You're all going to teach people the word of God. And there's sure, there will be revival, but you are stepping into your maturity. Amen. Yes. Amen. Okay. Come on. Come It doesn't need to be long. You can just touch. Be mindful, come on with your prepared and what you're gonna think. Think, feel, reveal. He becomes your focus, he's your great provider. Even if you haven't given, it's fine. Yes.
standing up Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forests bare. And in his temple, all cry, glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Glory to God. Father, we have come together as one new nation under God. We have come together as one new nation from every tribe and tongue and every name that is under heaven. And we stand here in heaven and we say, stretch out your hand, O God. Let lightnings and thunders be seen to come from your hand. Let the voice of the ancient of days be released. Jesus, you are from everlasting to everlasting, the beginning and the end, the line of the tribe of Judah. We want to partake in this holy act of seeing the right and the left hand of God move in the land of the living. So we say, lift up you ancient doors. Be lifted up. May the Son of God be lifted up, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Let all men be drawn unto him. And draw nigh from ever, from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Let the gates open up. Let the north gate open up. The lion's gate. Let it open up. Let the die be cast. Let the die go forth. The red line. Let it go forth. Let the line of Yeshua, the bloodline, go forth from this place. Let, let us see the glory of God and the goodness of God in the land of the living. So shall it be. Shalom Valecha. May peace.
carry you. It is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen and amen. Sharon Dickerton for, for hosting me and I want to honor every one of you that uh, stick to my weirdness <laughs> and um, may this be a beginning of new things and may the sound now go into the city and all the nations as we lift Jesus higher. Yes. It begins with Jesus and it ends with Jesus. Jesus Christ, Son of God, Amen. Amen.